Hello, Podcateers, and welcome to episode 94. In this episode, we talk about how you might be able to get a taste of an Adventureland staple at your local frozen yogurt or soft serve shop. More changes are coming to Disney parks, both on the East and West Coast. Our buddy Skyler recently saw an early screening of the upcoming live-action Jungle Book, and he comes on to give us his thoughts about the film. And finally, we discuss what animated movies we'd like to see made into live-action versions. If you're looking for us online, you can search for Podcateers on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel and hit that subscribe button for updates on videos. And of course, you can find that info and more over at Podcateers.com. As always, I want to thank you all for your support. Here's episode 94 of Podcateers. This is our podcast. It's about three guys that love Disney, technology, art, and food. This is Podcateers. You are completely killing me right now with this smell. It smells good, huh? It smells insanely good. I had debated whether or not I was going to barbecue them. Mm-hmm. Or whether what is I was it? I don't even know. It. It's chicken. Oh, I'm making. I I went out and bought like the chicken breast with the rib meat attached, mm. so that it was big pieces. Because my intention was to barbecue them, mm-hmm. but I didn't go by propane, and I was completely out. So yeah, I that's thought, okay. Problem. I'm not gonna have a chance to do this. You guys are coming over. We're gonna start recording, and I figured the best the the best thing that I could do was to throw them in the crock pot. That way they could you know sit in their own juices and cook and stuff like that. So Wait a minute. You don't have time to barbecue, but you have time for seven hours of just sitting there? Well, it doesn't well, on no. its own. I had to clean out the barbecue, and I had to go buy propane and everything. And With the crock pot, it just sits there, and it cooks for, you know, if you cook it on high, uh-huh. most chicken cooks in about four and a half to five hours. At six hours, you know, it gets, you know, juicier. If you cook it for eight hours, it just basically tears off the bone by itself Mm. so it's been sitting there for about five hours now so by the time that we're done recording it's just gonna be amazing here's the problem you're torturing me the smell so the the preparation for the chicken was i had seasoned them and everything i had used the your mouth is watering i know a little bit (laughs) I had gotten them ready because I was going to barbecue them. So the preparation was to barbecue them. And when I couldn't make that happen, as I was running out of time, I just thought, okay, I'm going to throw them in the crock pot. So the smells are there. Mm -hmm. The only difference is it's not going to be grilled outside. It's going to be done in the crock pot. Yeah, imagine him being here all day wanting for that to be ready. And you've been here for like an hour and you're like dying. That's true. And it did start smelling like that after about the first hour once Uh the crock pot was like nice and warm and everything. So the house has pretty much smelled like this chicken for like hours now. But I thought you were on a diet because it smells unhealthy. Dude, chicken breast is awesome for when you're trying to watch what you're eating. And his cooking method is really healthy right now too. Is it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it smells. Not frying it or anything. It smells so good. That I'm getting like, fat. It smells unhealthy. Yeah, <laughs> That's because just you're going to eat the entire thing. Yeah, just smelling it, I'm getting calories. I don't think that's a... Mario, I mean, confirm that. I don't think that's Go how on. that works. Right? I think he's a special case. Oh, okay, okay. A special case? He's a special case. He's a study. Yeah. He sure is. <laughs> Sometimes he is. <laughs> Dude, is it warm in here or is it just me? No, it's, it's warm. It's pretty warm. It is, right? Yeah. I don't know how hot it is outside, but considering we have to usually close all the windows and everything mm-hmm. to record, it's warm. It's that chicken. It, oh, man. <laughs> it smells so yeah, good, It's cooking. That hot chicken. You know, you know what would go really well with one of those? A dough whip. Oh, my goodness. He said it correctly. Thank you. Said what correctly? No, you said it right. Do whip? See. See. <laughs> you did it on purpose. I did say it on purpose. Dude, so Dole Whips. Yes, about a month ago. With tahine. So uh, my cousin John sent me this message saying, hey, you know, if you want your Dole Whip fix and you're not around Disneyland, go to Menchie's. They have this, like, Menchie's? Dole uh, frozen oh, yogurt okay. place. All right. And he says, if you want, like, your Dole Whip fix, go to Menchie's. They have this Dole soft serve that tastes exactly like a Dole Whip. 
I was like, it can't taste exactly like a Tolo, but yeah. I mean, it could taste close. Yeah, you know, but it's a, and there's already places that have this Dole soft serve. Like, there's this really great place out in, I think it's in Huntington Beach. It's a place called Hula Girls Shaved Ice. They actually have the Dole soft serve, and it tastes exactly like a Dole Whip with a Dole name brand. With a Dole name brand, yeah. yeah. I mean. You know, it's it's a soft serve. It's a pineapple soft serve is what it is. Like on a cone and everything? No, you can get it in a cup, oh. just like just like you do at the park. Okay. And, you know, there's been events that people put together where they have this machine that creates this soft serve out of pineapple stuff, and it tastes exactly like the Dole Whip. So this last week, and this was really funny because my cousin sent me this about a month ago when he saw it at Menchie's. And all of a sudden, there's this article that comes directly from Dole. And the title of the article is Dole Whip versus Dole Soft Serve. What's my name? What? That's, that's what <laughs> oh, it said. Oh, that was like oh. a graphic. What's my name? I thought that came out of you. No, no. That's what it said. <laughs> so I'm going to read to you from this article. It's like okay? Hazen. So check this out. This is what it says. I'm quoting directly from the Dole blog. It says, what is Dole Soft Serve and what is Dole Whip? As a manufacturer of Dole Soft Serve, this is one of the most common questions we we get. Allow us to clear up the confusion. So they're already saying people There's are asking two different them, things. Yeah. are these two things different yeah. or are they the same? Obviously they are. Okay. One Again, I'm quoting from the website. One of our strongest emotional connections with consumers is the iconic Dole Whip treat sold at Disney parks, commonly in the form of a delicious float. Anyone who's enjoyed Dole Whip will instantly recognize... The delicious taste and tropical flavors of Dole soft serve because they are, in fact, the same product. (laughs) Uh We just call them by different names. And then they go on to tell you why. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to include a link in the blog post for this episode with a quote. You know, you can read through it and stuff if you want to link back to the original article. But Dole came out and straight up said, nope, they're the same. Regardless of where you buy it, whether it's a Disney park or a Menchie's or any of these other places that sell this product, it's all Dole Whip. You know what's my question? If people are like, you know what? This this Dole soft serve isn't as good as Disney's. So like, no, dude, it's, it's exactly the same. It's, it's all a psychosomatic effect yeah. at that point. <laughs> are we starting this again? Why? Do we have this conversation? <laughs> yeah, with a Dodger dog. It's not the same thing. It sure is. No, it's not. It sure is. So you're telling me that if you went to like a Menchie's, you would feel the exact same thing because you're in your tiki tiki room. Uh, uh, that's two totally different questions. You're asking me if I would feel the same. Whether or not they are the same product or taste the same is totally different than the experience you get in the park buying. World. That's what makes it the difference. Uh, I you would feel exactly buy, the same. You cannot buy a no, Dodger Dog I at a 7-Eleven. I disagree with that, Javier. Exactly the same. I disagree. I, I would feel, feel that the flavor all I is the same. Mm-hmm. I would feel that it's possibly cheaper than the one at the park. But <laughs> it is the experience of sitting in the tiki room, mm-hmm. drinking your Dole Whip, or walking around Adventureland. That's the experience surrounding the, the whole standing in line for three hours to get one sitting there it's all an experience mm. that's just the way it works when you go to menchie's you stand in line you get your soft serve and you walk out with your little cup is it going to taste the same according to dole yes it is yes is the experience the same nope nope and that's where i agree with mario you know what i would feel ripped off that i paid two dollars more at disneyland two dollars worth of experience <laughs> that's how it works no i paid it already with my ticket no nah, two dollars worth of experience come on the, the ticket doesn't include a free dole whip <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> It should. No, it doesn't. It and should. That's, you know, when you go watch a movie in yeah. 3D or 4D, you're sure. watching the same movie that you did in 3D, but you're paying more to watch it for the experience, right? It's the same concept. No. It's not same, the same concept. It's not yeah, the same. When you buy a ticket, they're not, mm-hmm. they don't tell you, oh, free popcorn and free drink for you with your ticket. Sometimes. Depends on where you go, but you do pay more for that ticket. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Look. If Dole is saying it's the exact same Dole Whip or Dole Soft Serve, then I'm going to take their word, and I'm not going to feel any different. I'm not arguing that it's going to taste different. I'm saying, yes, Uh the flavor and the fact that you're eating it, you're going to feel exactly the same. The experience surrounding it, getting it with your little umbrella and, you know, sitting around the tiki room and stuff – 
that's what's different. That's the experience part. Of it. Then Dole went at this completely the wrong way. They should have said, do you want a quick fix of Disneyland? Hit one of these locations to get a fix of Disney with our software. I don't think they can. I, I think that's the problem, that they license the recipe or whatever, the mm-hmm. mix that they use as a Dole Whip for Disneyland. And that's what their license says they can do. They can't market it. That's why it's called soft serve everywhere else. No, I because know Because their license won't allow them to call it Dole Whip or say it's like Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Because Disneyland obviously they wants to They just did in think, this article. Yeah, but a Dole Whip technically can only be purchased mm-hmm. at Disneyland. You can get Dole soft serve anywhere else, but it's not a Dole Whip. See, see I what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I just don't like this article because it feels like they're going behind Disney's back and saying, okay, guys, hey, how it's could, actually the exact same. How could they same. do that? They're a sponsor. I don't think so. They're actually they're the sponsor. exact same. I'm sure they had Disney's clearance to talk about this because a lot of people ask Disney, where can I get this out of the park? Mm-hmm. Again, it's the experience factor. They're not going to do this and ruin a relationship for a corporate sponsorship just because they want to tell people it's the same thing. I still think the article is wrong. I don't like it. You don't like a Dole Whip in general? No, I love them. Anywhere else I go, <laughs> get when a soft when serve. cheaper. <laughs> <laughs> when you have to pay for it by weight. It's <laughs> <That's> true. <laughs> it is true. It's like, okay, sir, your four ounces will be seventeen ninety four. Oh, that is terrible. Oh, wait, you yeah. put sprinkles on it. <laughs> oh, man, mine had gummy worms. Uh, see, then, then I'm like, I wish I was at Disney. See? <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, in case you guys were wondering, there you go. The big mystery of Dole Whip has been solved. It's been solved. If you've had something that tastes exactly the same, that's because it is. Mm. It is. Especially if it's got the name Dole in it, it's the same thing. Comes from the same company. Same company. Yeah. I love that Hazen is now trying to not say that he agrees with me that you can't buy a Dodger dog at a Seven <laughs> Eleven. You can. You can. No, you can buy a hot dog there. No, you can buy a Dodger dog. No, a Dodger dog the is full length of the Dodger dog. The full length Dodger. No, it's the same thing. They. You can eat a Dodger dog at Seven Eleven. No, I you agree can't. with the yes, experience. It's thing. a hot dog. No, you can buy the branded Dodger dog, the whole length of an a real Dodger dog at Seven Eleven. It's not like they changed the name. It's not called the Blue Team from L.A. Dog. It's still called the Dodger Dog. It shouldn't be, though, because you're not getting a Dodger Dog. You're getting a hot dog at a 7-Eleven. Okay, but that's totally different marketing. The Dodgers have decided that they do want to market it as a Dodger Dog at 7-Eleven. That's their choice. Disney and Dole decided to call them two separate things. That's on them. But you can get a Dodger Dog at 7-Eleven. So, you know what? Eat that. No, you can't. I you think our why? I think our angel fans just fast forward mic part drop. Of this whole part. <laughs> <laughs> mic drop. Yeah, eat that. Mic drop. <laughs> oh man. Sorry, Angel fans and everyone else. Uh we do have a lot of other fans that listen. I know we have some San Francisco Giant fans mm-hmm. that listen. I know Oakland that doesn't A's. go well with you. We have Oakland A's fans yeah. that listen. We have Padres fans that listen. Mm. Uh we have some Yankees fans that listen. We have some uh, I'd never thought I'd say this, but we have some Brewers fans that listen. Yeah. Uh, we have some... Kangaroo fan. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a team. I know enough about the stickball to know that that's not a team. Stop trying to trick me. <laughs> I'm talking about uh, Mel in Australia right now. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we just lost her as a listener oh, again. Mel, I'm sorry. We just made Mel, up. Mel, Mel. Hey, Mel, I'm sorry. She doesn't forgive you. <laughs> she doesn't forgive you. Uh, there's a lot of changes this week, man. Tell me. So many changes. Superhero HQ closed down at Intervention. It did? Yeah. They're finally moving Captain America and Spider-Man over to DCA. And by the way, we're recording this after April Fool's, and I've grown accustomed to knowing that any news articles that come out on April Fool's, you just don't believe them anymore because some of them are just way too exciting and some of them are just way too great, you know, to be real. So there was all these different articles floating around. One of them said that Frozen was not going to happen at the Hyperion anymore, that they were going to do something different and people are going nuts. They're so happy. (laughs) Then they realized it was an April Fool's joke. Mm. Uh, there was Disney did this or what? no, just oh. uh, outside, you know, Disney loving websites. Somebody came up with it. And oh, OK, I thought it was pretty funny. But, you know, I know they're working really hard on that Frozen show. So it is what it is. The I Frozen s- show's coming. 
That's all I'm going to tell you. Regardless of what that article said, it was an April Fool's joke. The Frozen show's coming. <laughs> Okay, so brace yourselves, people. Right. Uh, but yeah, there was a lot of April Fool's jokes. Technology is notorious for this. You know, Think Geek is one of those websites that always mm-hmm. comes up with products for April Fools. The crazy thing about Think Geek is that most of their April Fools pranks actually end up being products. Oh, really? A long time ago, they had talked about I don't remember, maybe between five to ten years ago. You know, the time frame is fuzzy, but they had done for April Fools a Tauntaun sleeping bag. Like they in Star Wars, <laughs> they cut them open. They sleep inside the Tauntaun, uh, and so everybody's like, "Oh my God, this Tauntaun sleeping bag is fantastic!" <laughs> Turns out they made it into a real product because so many people were demanding it. They're like, eh, "We should cash out on this," and they made it real. So they're fortune tellers. No, they're fortune makers. Yeah, they're wow. fortune makers. Good one. <laughs> so you know they're really good at the products that they you know create for April Fools and turning them into real products. Uh, Google had this really bad thing that they ended up doing where they had this conversation through the Gmail chat thing that was called Mic Drop. Drop. And the way that it worked was supposedly it was designed so that you had the final word in a conversation so that whatever it was, you hit Mic Drop, people couldn't message you back. They couldn't Mm -hmm. anything. Like it was the end of the conversation. So you could say something horrible, Mic Drop, and that's it. They can't reply to it. And it would throw down in, in the Minions movie. Have you seen Minions? Yeah. Okay. So in the Minions movie, King Bob drops the mic at one point, right? Right. Mic drop threw a picture of King Bob dropping the mic, and that was going to be the end of it. It didn't work. So people's messages were still going through, and mic drop wasn't working. And the picture of the Minion was happening for other messages that weren't getting mic dropped because they put the mic drop button right next to send. So oh. instead of hitting mic drop, people were hitting send to their bad messages. Mm-hmm. So people were still replying and they were getting into fights. So Google pulled it after like 9 million subscribers were like, it's not working. I'm getting in trouble. This cost me a job. <laughs> so if you're using it for a job, maybe you deserve to. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know what to say about that. But yeah, it was a horrible... You know, April Fool's joke that went wrong for Google. Google Cardboard, the clear one. Oh, you know, I posted that. Google Google Cardboard Plastic. I thought was funny. Other people were like, this is dumb. I don't get it. (laughs) No, people thought it was dumb because it really is. I thought it was funny. It was, they, I think they hashtagged it or they called it the first actual reality headset. Oh, yeah. Uh, I thought it was pretty funny. There was like a whole video that they posted about how actual reality works (laughs) with Google Cardboard Plastic. So you put it on and basically you're seeing seeing the real world. world. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I thought that was pretty funny. But there was a lot of articles about Disney and the changes. One of my favorite ones was this one that they did where they were changing Fantasmic to Forstasmic or something along those lines. Mm. It was an April Fool's joke. Oh, I thought that one was real. No, a lot of people did. (laughs) So they were going to rename it Forstasmic, and it was going to be a new version of Fantasmic that was like Star Wars geared. (laughs) It would have been cool if it was real. Yeah. But not real was an April Fool's joke. With all the changes happening in the parks, it's just one of those things where people don't know what to believe. And I don't know if the timing of all these changes was done in particular so people knew like what not to expect, what to expect. Hollywood Studios has been going, uh, undergoing a really big change. The lights, camera, action show that was happening got closed down indefinitely. Several other things in that area are getting closed down indefinitely. And there's this weird rumor that Disney execs are kicking around the new name for Disney Hollywood Studios, and they want to call it Disney's Cinemagic Kingdom. No. I don't know how true this is. I'm just saying that's the rumor. Okay. And I don't know if it was one of those April Fool's things, but I I heard the term before. I don't remember where I heard it, but I've heard the term before, and it was months before April Fool's. I think you've been suckered. I think it's fake. I hope it's fake. I don't like the name. It was building up to April Fool's. (laughs) That'd be so bad. You don't like that name? No. Say it again. Cinemagic Kingdom? Cinemagic Kingdom. No. No. Why? It's too much wordplay. It's not that much wordplay. <laughs> too much. A little bit. Did you like Disney's Philhar Magic? No. 
Good, because I didn't either. <laughs> <laughs> but see, Disney's notorious for combining words and yeah. creating, you know, these creative names for all of their Yeah, but this one's not products. good. That is. Um, well, uh, I think people wanted it to stay true to Hollywood right. and somehow continue having right. the Hollywood name. The thing is that there's not a lot of studio stuff that happens there anymore. And mm. with Frozen coming in and all the changes that are happening, I, I can understand why they want to change it. It is still movie-related in many ways. It's just not the whole like stunt show, like Universal Studios-type tour that you're taking like it used to be. That's what they're moving away from. These changes at Hollywood Studios have been planned for a couple of years now. They just hadn't really done anything about it. So now the changes are happening, but they're all happening kind of at once, and it's like freaking people out because mm. Disney Hollywood Studios, remember, it used to be MGM Studios before. Mm. It's one of the big parks that Disney had that was originally created to compete with Universal Studios. That was Disney's answer to having the whole tram ride, showing what a studio lot looks like, how stunt shows work and everything. Again, direct competition to Universal Studios. And Universal Studios, in a way, is almost moving away from that as well. They're becoming more Disney-like because they have themed lands. You know, they have The Simpsons, they do. The Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Yeah. This is all things that they didn't have before. So it's it's weird how they're kind of converging into this like one one stereotypical type theme park now. You know, and Disney really set the the base mark for that. It was Disneyland and then California Adventure that created this idea of what a theme park should be. Mm-hmm. A bunch of changes are coming to Disneyland. Obviously the biggest change Star Wars land, you know, we've talked about that in the past. You see it the construction's going on. Uh, in Tomorrowland, Superhero HQ is going away. I think they're going to end up expanding that to more Star Wars. It seems mm-hmm. like the most logical thing to do because most of the top floor was taken up by Marvel. I don't like it. Bottom floor was taken up by Star Wars. Mm. My main question about that is, where is the Hall of Iron Man going to go? <laughs> I need to know where all those suits you, are going. You keep pushing this. Look, I need to know where they're going to go because uh, in if the they trash. Need- how dare you, sir? <laughs> They're all go I'm up saying, for auction. All I'm saying, you can buy one. Is that if they need a place to store them? Yeah, yeah. I volunteer my house. That's hmm. fair. They can bring them here, and I will store all of them. All of them. All of them. I Every really single one of them. I will find a way to store happen. them all here. No, no, no. I'll take care of them. I will hmm. polish them every day. No, you won't. I sure will. I will wear them and no, play with that them. That one definitely you will not. I sure will. No. Yeah. No. I mean, the only one I'll You'll probably like fit Hero into. Six, but yeah. The only one I'll probably fit into is the original Baymax. one. You look like Baymax trying to fit in it. Probably, at least for now. <laughs> but I would love to have those here. So Disney, if you need somewhere to stash all of those Iron Man suits, bring them here. I got you. I got you covered. Now, why would they do that when they can clearly melt them down and make them a new red? Oh, yes. You've hurt my feelings now. <laughs> he wanted to throw them out. Who wants are you, them? Are you I didn't know anyone really wanted them. Are you seriously secretly telling me right now, hashtag Team Captain America? Why would that be a secret? Are you seriously Team Captain America? Yeah. You can't be my brother anymore. But you've always known this. I just thought it was something you were saying to push my buttons. Hazen? I didn't know it was real. Hazen? What? I'm Team Iron Man. Can I be your brother? Don't play with my emotions. <laughs> Don't play with my emotions because I know you're not Team Iron Man. <laughs> I know you're Team The Other Guy. The Other Guy? What other guy? It's Team Iron Man versus Team The Other Guy. <laughs> That's what the Civil War is about, people. <laughs> Who's the other guy? Just say his name. The guy with the... Say, say his name. You know, the guy with the flag. With the flag. With the American flag on his American suit. flag on his suit. With the big star. The big star. Yeah. Okay, you totally lost me because I have no idea you're talking about. Well, the, that's why he's the other guy. Oh, no, the other guy. You're talking about uh, the, was it the Patriot Iron Man? Is that who you're talking about? No, the not- Iron Patriot is not the guy I'm talking about. Look, Javier like Superman, okay? That's... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's the other guy. Oh, yeah, Team yeah. Iron Man versus Superman. Team Superman. So, yeah, because you know, he's awesome, and the new movie 
broke a bunch of records and you know that's funny that you bring that up uh-huh so i've been reading all of these articles mm-hmm. about how people think it's horrible right. that you know like pretty much what you were saying uh-huh. it yeah. it solidifies what you said that you heard about people thinking the plot was horrible that it ended horribly blah 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 but it, it's selling so many tickets like there's right. so many people going to watch it and I'm wondering, is this one of those movies that's just so bad that you have to watch it? <laughs> like this podcast? People just have to listen. Like they have to listen We're to so the train bad. wreck, right? <laughs> Wait, Be- what are we talking because about? Because you just saw it, right, Mario? What? Batman versus Superman. I did, and in 3D. Oh, wow. Oh, you spent the extra you money for the 3D. Extra. Yeah. Okay, so tell us your experience watching it in 3D. It was terrible, popping out. Really? Yeah. So you agree with everybody... <laughs> That the movie's just not great. Me and Javier had this conversation after I finished watching the movie. Uh-huh. I, I told him that I gave it five stars out of ten. Which is <laughs> which is more than I actually thought you were going to give. How many tomatoes does that fan? average out to? I mean, sadly, I would bring it up to 29.2%. No, dork, that's 50 50. I'm not the only person rating Whatever. it, math whiz. Oh. It's called an average, Javier. <laughs> oh, we're talking about yours. Yeah, I gave it. Mario's Mario's fifty percent average brings it up to like to twenty three percent now on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, well, my hundred brought it up to twenty four percent, thirty something. Twenty four percent. It's kind of weird. Uh, like I was telling, I had this conversation with Javier once I had finished watching the movie because I knew he had watched it first. My my rating scale is pretty weird on how I approach this. And it was or, terrible. Originally, yeah, to make him mad, I said I gave it two stars. <laughs> wow. Yeah, but I then I told him what the breakdown was and how I divide things between cinematography and music and the cast of characters and stuff like that. But it started going up as he started to prove his point. I didn't get past five stars, though, honestly. like, there, There's not much I can say that wouldn't ruin crucial things. I just feel that people have to watch this movie, and that's how it'll all make sense when I say what I say. Hmm. It's kind of hard to take, like, Javier's word for it, you know, because he's a Superman fan, obviously. He's just going <laughs> to watch. And he liked Man of Steel, for crying out loud. Oh, I love Man of Steel. <laughs> but- it's funny. After after last week's episode, there was at least two people that messaged me after and said, Javier's right. You need to give Man of Steel a chance because it's actually a lot better than people say that it is. And these are not DC fans. They're not, like, hardcore Superman fans the way that Javier is. So I believe them. Not Javier. That's, that's fair. <laughs> because I, I see what you're saying. That is not fair Javier's at all. Co- it's totally fair because you're going to like this movie regardless. I love the movie. See, that's oh, what see I'm saying. Point. <laughs> see? <laughs> I get it yeah, He didn't it even now. wait for the rest of the thought. He just like, exactly. I loved it. I get no, I get it. it. <laughs> so I believe them. You especially, and this is the reason why I don't want to keep talking. I mean, I apologize. It's not like I'm trying to give listeners spoilers or anything. But I think you especially, like, you would totally get what I'm wanting to say or feeling about the movie once you watch it. Interesting. Like, there's not really much I can say, but there's a reason why I gave it the rating I gave it. Hmm. The one Le- thing I'm going to disagree with you is the score. The music was fantastic. I didn't give it a zero-star score. No, but you, you hated on it, though. You I I did. Yeah. I, I feel it catered towards, like, the last, like, the last, I don't even want to say the last half. I feel like the, like the composition caters towards, like, the last third of the movie hmm. like i feel like they didn't really put any like yeah. detail or sentiment or emotion to anything that happens at the beginning i have to disagree with you on when that. it was you all in the so? ring yeah i lo- i just loved it love the whole score of the movie i really did and that's that's not even talking about you know being a, a dc fan i think i it really captured, like the music i think it captures action brilliantly Mm-hmm. I don't think it did it for much else. Okay, so before I even go spend my hard-earned six dollars on this on this movie, mm-hmm. I I just and and I hate to ask it this way because I know this is possibly going to be a spoiler. So if you don't want to hear this, fast forward five minutes in the podcast, guys. But answer this question: Will I see everything relevant to the end of the movie in the trailers? No, they they left out mm. a bunch of stuff. I think. Do you remember how I said that? It's something you have to watch in order for me to explain how I'm feeling, and you would totally understand how I'm feeling. Yeah, I have to leave it at that. Man, I'm gonna have to go spend six bucks on this. <laughs> <laughs> can I just wait till the red box one comes out? I, I, I think you can. I think at some point it's gonna come across. Like Are you okay book. with that? Because I don't even know if I want to sit three oh, hours at the oh, theater okay. for this. Then, then let me let me have my 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 two seconds. 
Uh, is course, this spoilers so we can no, give no, a no, warning? No, 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 spoilers, no spoilers. Okay. I, I, obviously, I love the movie. And I, I would actually beg you to go see it. But I loved it so much, I don't care what reviewers say. I don't care what the critics say. I don't even care what this guy says. Uh, Mario. Oh. <laughs> I loved it so much that I don't care what other people think at this point anymore. I did before because I was worried. I, I mean, I, you know, of course, I love Superman, and I was scared that I wouldn't like it. No, I loved it, completely loved it, and I completely disagree with his rating scale that he gave me. Now, here's what I would say to you. Frank Miller, you you, you know him? Yeah, I love Frank Miller. And uh, do you know anything about his uh, Dark Knight Rises and Dark Knight uh, Fall? All the, co- all the graphic novels that Frank Miller did, Sin City and Dark Knight, like his art style mm-hmm. and his storytelling, I love that. I don't know if you agree with me, Mario. Zack Snyder followed that. To a T. He followed it. So if you like the comic books... I think you'll love the movie because he mm. followed it almost exactly. Of course, there's a couple more uh, comic books that he threw in there, and that's where you mentioned last time that the movie's too long because he made two movies in one. And I will agree. Okay, it's action-packed. I was just guessing that. I didn't know No, no, that no. I will fact. agree. I will agree. I think the movie could have been Batman versus Superman Part 1 and Part 2. Okay? okay. I do agree with that part. Now, what he did was... He took those two uh, comic books, the uh, Dark Knight Rises and and I think Fallen, and took key part part parts of that the, those uh, graphic novels, and a couple more that I can't mention because it kind of ruins the movie. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Now, if you love those, which I do, you will love the movie because he follows it completely. Which I don't understand what these critics are talking about that he uh, changed some things. No, he like like Batman. He's a much darker Batman that people are used to, but he's following Frank Miller's. That's my point, and that's why I love this movie. Maybe it's just because I've known him this long, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm willing to put this down right now. Look, I will type a full blog post on my thoughts of this movie, and I bet you that my brother will 100% agree with my thoughts on the movie once he watches it. I think it's funny you say this because I honestly think I'll probably agree with you 100% on the, the, the negativity parts of this movie. But you're just such a huge I'm fan. I'm such a huge fan that I'm going to agree with you guys. Regardless, Don't listen just... to me about how I criticize the movie because I completely loved it. Mm. And it's because I'm a huge fan and I loved what he did following those uh, graphic novels. He followed it completely. And that, I, I, that's the part that baffles my mind of why people are going crazy over what he did. He did a fantastic job. Now, the parts I didn't like... I will probably completely agree with Mario. There's a few things, and one of them is the length, and one of and the other is probably Lex Luthor. Like every time he comes on the screen in the previews, I'm like, oh god, he's starting up Facebook again. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I think Facebook for some reason. Yeah, yeah it's weird. I, I just can't get past that. Like, it's, it's, I don't know how he does. I haven't heard whether or not he does a good job playing Lex Luthor, but every time he comes on screen, it's like, uh, here comes I honestly want to give him. Network. I actually, I honestly want to give him a second chance. I want to watch the movie again and and watch him again in a different manner. Maybe I'll I'll, I'll fall in love with this Lex Luthor. But it's so weird and different that it, I'm, it's there's no yeah. connection for me. It's just you're right. You're right. It's just so out of the norm mm-hmm. that you're just this could have been any other character that they're talking about. He was actually playing, in my opinion, the Joker. I was gonna say that that. I think the way that he was coming across, and, mm-hmm. and this is, I'm, I'm talking about previews, okay? I haven't seen this. I'm only talking trailers. The way that he comes off on the trailers, it looks like he's before the Joker became the Joker. Yeah. It's like what drives him crazy yeah. to become the Joker. Uh-huh. And it's just every time I see Lex Luthor, I imagine somebody with no hair, just a real debonair looking guy, not this guy that's like short fused and crazy. You know, it just it doesn't make sense to me, and I get it. He's trying to bring his own twist to it and everything. It 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 doesn't seem right, mm. and I think that's where a lot of the disconnect is happening for me. Again, I'll go ahead and I'll watch the movie. I'll let you know what I think about it, and then we'll talk about it in a future episode. Uh, but one thing that I was excited to know about was that our buddy Skyler went to watch the 
uh, advanced screening of The Jungle Book. Nice. Look oh, at yeah. him. He was out at Downtown Disney. Mr. Hollywood. Right? Yeah. I was so happy that he got a chance to see the advanced screening because I wasn't very excited about The Jungle Book when I first started watching the previews. Mm-hmm. The animals were just so realistic that talking to Mowgli right. was throwing me out. Like, it right. just didn't. Me too. I right. couldn't get engaged with it. But now that I've seen the newer updated trailers, dude, I'm so in. Here, the I told somebody the same thing. I wasn't connecting the whole talking animals. And then the rebuttal was, what were they supposed to do? It's like, you're right, because that was the way the cartoon right. was. Yeah. Right. And that's where I was thrown off completely, because when I originally saw the trailers, I remember nothing in regards to talking animals. This is just the original teaser where they just show a silhouette of Mowgli and then the snakes and then the bears and stuff like that. Then I watch a trailer later on, and now the animals are talking to him. I was like, this is even weirder than I thought. (laughs) So Skylar actually had a chance to call us and give us a little bit of a review. Oh, right on. His initial thoughts on what the Jungle Book was going to be. So with a quick review of the Jungle Book, here's our pal Skylar. Hey, Podcateers. Skylar here, and I'm here to talk to you guys about the Jungle Book opening up April 15th. The Disney Park blog actually invited me to a special screening of the movie. It was actually pretty cool. We got, we sat inside, we got our 3D glasses, we got to see it in IMAX two weeks before the film came out. The Disney social media group comes out and they talk about the movie, they do some trivia questions, and one of the last trivia questions they ask is, who's the director of this new movie? And they call on someone in the back, and it just so happens to be director John Favreau. Um, one of the coolest facts that John Favreau told us was that the whole movie itself was filmed in a, uh, a studio in downtown Los Angeles, and the only character that is completely real in the movie is Neil Sethi, who plays the title character of Mowgli. And we thought that was pretty cool because we're going to sit through a two-hour movie and get invested in one human character with a bunch of CG characters. So I thought that was pretty cool. And if you guys are familiar with John Favreau, then you guys know his work from Iron Man, Iron Man 2. Guys, I gotta tell you, this movie was amazing. It is probably Disney's best live-action adaptation of one of their classics. They took the source material from the book, and they brought it to life in the right way. Those characters that you know and love, they jumped straight out of that old cartoon that we all would sing to and watch, and it was perfectly portrayed and directed by John Favreau. A couple of the things that I liked about the movie was the story. If you know the Jungle Book, the classic, or the book, then you know how it goes. But the way this film is set up, it enhances it. We know the Jungle Book from the 1967 classic as a kid that wants to stay in the jungle and, you know, live life with the animals and just have fun. But this movie is more of an action-adventure, a little bit of a thriller, and you're on the edge of your seat. And what I like about this movie is Shere Khan, played by Idris Elba. This Shere Khan is mean, he's ferocious, and he's what a Disney villain should be, and he's scary. So if you have little kids, just be warned, this this villain is pretty scary on screen. Um, Another awesome thing about this movie is the relationship between uh, Neil Sethi's Mowgli and Baloo, voiced by Bill Murray. When Bill Murray, you know, signed on to be Baloo, I would have never guessed that this would have worked until I saw this movie, and... Bill Murray transformed this Baloo character that we all know and love, and, you know, he brings his own twist to it, but it works. It's so much, it's so perfect, and we just see how this relationship goes throughout the whole movie. You can just tell that the direction and the character development was key in this film. Character development for all the characters was done perfectly. There's a couple uh, little musical spots in the movie, won't give anything away, but it's fun, and if you love the classic you're going to love these little musical spots. The only negative thing about this movie, we don't get enough of Koss. I'll say that. Not enough, but the scenes that we do get with Koss are amazing. This whole movie's cinematography is beautiful, from the jungle scenes, the lush forest, the beautiful river and flowers. They, everything just stands out. The colors are so vibrant. The sound uh, that you hear in the whole movie they take hints of the movie's soundtrack and score and they pop it into this movie and they use this thing called Fanta Sound, which they used for Fan, uh, Fantasia back in the 40s, which is kind of cool. I'm not a huge fan of 3D. However, this is probably the best use of 3D that I have ever seen, probably since the 
uh, Avatar back in 2009. I recommend it 100%. Go out and see it April 15th theater. Take the whole family. It's an amazing film. It's the best live action adaptation that Disney has brought to us. And let us know what you think. Put it in the comment section below. Uh, if you want to follow me, I'm on Instagram, Twitter at Disney Film Facts. Hit me up, talk to me about the movie. If you liked it, loved it, hated it, just let me know. I love talking movies with you guys. I will see you guys next time. So, another movie, I'm going to wait till the Red Box. What? <laughs> I'm Come kidding. On. I'm kidding. This one I'm actually going to go watch. All right. I think, you know, the difference between this and Batman v Superman is that I'm not looking forward <laughs> to, to that one. Whatever. And the Jungle Book, I have been looking forward uh, to after watching the two trailers. Uh, I'm sure so. it has something to do that it's Disney, but whatever. What? Whatever oh, I'm sure. I'm just saying. Whatever. You I'm know sure. what? I'm sure you're a little quick, biased on that. Quick, fine. <laughs> just a little bit. Uh, quick comment on that. You you sent us this picture uh, earlier in the week uh-huh. that I totally agree with. There's this whole, like, if you're a DC fan, you can't be Marvel. Mm-hmm. You, if you're Marvel, you can't be DC fan. Javier sent this image that said, like, you, you, know, can be both. you can be both. You can be both. And, and yeah. I agree. Okay? Yeah, of course you can. I know we get into conversations about each one and we give each other a hard time, but you know what? You could be a fan of both. Absolutely. I just want to make that clear. So anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It's just the way we do talk about it. It's not like we didn't grow up with both. I know. You know? Like, yeah. I know. <laughs> it's like we grew up with Disney <laughs> and Looney Tunes, guys. <laughs> so, uh, you know, this whole thing about the Jungle Book and Skylar's, you know, review about it got us thinking. And there's been this trend of bringing animated features into the real life realm. You know, there's the Jungle Book, Pete's Dragon is coming out, Beauty and the Beast is currently being remade live action. So we started wondering if we had our say and we could come up with something, what would we tell Disney execs should be the next cartoon movie to become live action? Right. So we all uh, came up with our own. And we're going to share those with you guys. So if you guys, after hearing this, if you guys want to leave what movies you guys think should go from animated feature to live action, leave us a comment on the blog post for this episode. It's going to be over at podcasters.com slash episode 94. Or you can leave a comment on the Instagram post, the Facebook post, whichever one you prefer. But uh, I know we each uh, came up with several ideas. Uh, do you guys want to do one or two movies apiece? I want to do two because I love the my two ideas. Okay. So should we cool. do one, 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 the one, yeah, one, one? Yeah, let's do one, 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 okay. and then we'll do the, the second round. Of okay, that. so. Cool. All right, so Mario, you want to kick us off? Yeah. Hopefully we don't repeat. Well, we'll see how that goes. That's even if we, make this even if we do, that'll be interesting because that means that we would want to see it. Okay. Right? And if people agree with us, I think there would be more of a case to actually make it. True that. Because, you know, Disney execs listen to this. Absolutely. Like, oh, my God. We're going to send this. Said, this was a good idea. We're going to send this file to them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Right. <laughs> send this file. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I was saying, it, I would be interested to see how this happens just because I don't even know how I would spin a movie like this. But something I would be interested to see turn into a live action would be Lilo and Stitch. Oh, interesting. Interesting. So you want Stitch to be realistic looking alien. See, that's the thing. Like I am curious as to how they would even spin this, right? Let's talk like imagery. Hawaii is a beautiful place to just shoot anything. Right. Right. Okay? So you just have that scene, you're already drawn into it. But maybe they would need to spin Stitch like CG, right? Like it would need to be a CG character. What would they make him look like? I was thinking more puppet, but okay. I would totally not make him puppet. <laughs> This would just oh, be dude, like, but puppet would be so good. Not like, even get get the Henson Creature Shop to yes. create a stitch, and all you see is his neck and head. <laughs> yes, for at least half the movie. And anytime you see the whole body, yeah. you don't see him talk. Yeah, it's a it's a like a uh, a plush with a stick on him, and he's moving around. <laughs> you just ruined my movie. <laughs> but how interesting would it be to try to create a stitch out of CG? You know what yeah. I'm saying? I don't think they'd make him look as as similar to what he looks like in the cartoon, the animated version. They but should. But I think fans will be disappointed if he doesn't look exactly I the agree. way the cartoon. I, I, I don't agree. know. Because think of the way they're kind of spinning all these other things. I don't think Beast is going to look like himself in the cartoon when they make the live-action Beauty and the Beast. I think it'll be close, though. That's the thing. I can see them making it as close, but let's keep it a little more realistic. You know what I'm saying? Like, Let's just kind of make his... You, you should skin. quote the word realistic when you're talking about an alien. Yes, very true. <laughs> Air quote. <laughs> but yeah, you know, just kind of make it a, like make him like a little bit darker. Would the would there be like a communication breakdown? I I would like to see how they would spend something like that. 
Just his character in general. Mm. Mm, interesting. Would you want the same actor playing the uh, voicing Stitch? Because, again, I think you have to for the fans. But, but, again, it all kind of falls into what would you do in which direction would you take this movie? Mm-hmm. If you're going to keep it a little more comedic, yes, that would be pretty interesting. But what if you didn't want to make that the movie? You know what I'm saying? What if it was just this whole other like thing mm. kind of catered it more in like a – I don't know, E.T. E. direction. Uh-huh. You I know, could see that. Where it stayed a little more serious, and there was just kind of this danger that you need. Like, it became an action versus yeah. a comedy. Okay. I, I'm mm. digging that idea, actually. Okay. I'm digging it. So, I like it. That's right. You got me with E.T. even though I said it at the same time with yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> that's but that's cool. my first idea. All right. Cool. I love it. I like it. All right. Javier? So, me? Uh, my thought is uh, Winnie the Pooh. I want that to mm. be See, I'm thinking in the lines of Paddington Bear, is that his name? Yeah. Oh yeah, the, the one with uh-huh. the raincoat, uh-huh. little galoshes yeah. and everything. But probably more Ted, but without the rated R in that kind of style, but hear me out. So you have all these stuffed animals basically coming to life, kind of like Toy Story, right? But the kid is the key. I want is it Max from Fuller House? To be the he even casted people for yes, this. Wow. I'm, I'm casting this. Wow. What 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 what's his name? Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin is Max from Fuller House. Huh. What do you think? I like the idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it would do well. It, it's one of those movies where they would have to nail it. Like Winnie the Pooh is so iconic, right? That. I don't think they've done that before. I don't think they've brought like a real life Winnie the Pooh. So I I think it's a perfect idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think in, if they did it kind of in the storytelling way of like Finding Neverland, I think would be really interesting. Hmm. See, I, 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 you know what I mean? I do like that. I, I see where you're going. And, but you know what? I kind of like the approach here just because these characters are obviously Christopher Robin's mind. It's right. his imagination, which means I don't really feel they have to go in depth to like make these characters as live action as possible. They could still stay a toy in the imagination. I'm not saying keep it as similar as the way like Pooh and Tigger and Piglet look now. Right. But it doesn't have to be to the extreme where you're going to try to make it look as realistic as possible. Right. I think that's the key. You know, because they're so iconic, because they're these, you know, cartoony characters, giving them the aspect of they're coming to life, but they're still kind of toys, mm-hmm. I think is, is a perfect fit to make that movie happen. I think it, it's really what's going to make it, you know, fantastic. If you make them too real... Like you know, like Ted. Yeah. Uh, like everybody knew Ted was real, but obviously Ted was R-rated and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think the difference is that in Ted they treated him like a real person. They didn't really treat him like he was a toy or anything like that. And that would be the differentiating factor, at least to me. You know, mm-hmm. to really make that movie like the Ooh, best that right. it can be. Okay. Just keep that style. You know what I mean? I see what you're saying. That's the thing, because I'm not sure in the cartoon if. His if if Christopher Robin sees these stuffed animals, but when they come to life, does he see them differently? Like maybe a a, a cub instead of a stuffed animal walking around. Oh, you, like you're, uh, so you're so trying you're, to see it from his mindset, I'm like his eyes. His eyes. Ah, uh, interesting. I I don't know. I don't I, I personally like it more as just the walking toys. Mm-hmm. But that's just because I grew up with Winnie the Pooh and, you know, like a lot of other people, I hold those stories really close to my heart. Now that my kids are reading them, I I feel the same way, you know, converting them to like with the Jungle Book, you know, with the Jungle Book, they're straight up animals. There's no cartooniness to them. They're straight up animals. I don't think I could see that with Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. Like it would break character so much that I couldn't see that happen. So I'll stick with my original thought. I want them to stay as toys. I don't want them. Yeah, that I, I could know. see. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, keep them as plushes. Yeah, I, I could see that. That yeah. for me, but again, because I hold the stories of Winnie the Pooh so close mm-hmm. to me and close to my heart, I think that would be the best way for me to enjoy that type of movie. Cool. But I love the idea, though. Right. I, like, seriously, that's got to happen. It's got to be next, man. The, uh, you know, Disney's totally going to go for it once we send them this googly thing in the interwebs. Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Totally, this googly thing. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I, I thought about this, and... I'd hope so. You know, the, the, thing, the, thing, <laughs> <laughs> the thing about Disney is that 
you know, we grew up with all this classic Disney animation, and there's a lot of movies that aren't as popular as, you know, some like the Cinderella's and the Snow White's, and these are all movies that have been made before in some iteration, mm-hmm. you know? But now you got to remember that now things like Studio Ghibli are a part of Disney. Right. And how awesome would it be to have, like, Howl's Moving Castle as uh, as a live-action movie, mm-hmm. right? But I thought about it, and I wanted to kind of stay truer to Disney animation. And right. because of that, I chose uh, one of my favorite movies of all time now, Meet the Robinsons. Oh, that's it. You know, I've never seen that. Wow. Really? Yeah, I want to see it. It's such a great movie. It's so underrated, mm. and it's so, like, I love the storyline for Meet the Robinsons. It's got a nice little twist at the end that just kind of makes you feel all warm and fuzzy, kicks you right in the feels, but... <laughs> You know, I, I love it. I don't have feels, so that I'm might sure be a you problem. Do. I'm sure you do. There's do somewhere I? in that grinchy heart of yours, but I know they're there. <laughs> I've seen your heart grow at least two sizes sometimes. Mm. Usually they involve food, but I know it's there. <laughs> your food's but killing me, by the way. I know. The smell's getting so yeah, intense now. It's penetrating through your door. I know. It's so bad. Uh, but yeah, I think Meet the Robinsons. I think the storyline is great. Do you have the a cast in mind? or? You know what? I didn't think that far, okay. but I think just the premise of it can be translated really well into a real-life cast. And even a character like Frankie. Uh, I know you haven't seen it, Javier, but Frankie was this animated frog okay. uh, that was part of the, the family and stuff like that. I think even creating like a CG Frankie yeah. or even creating a real frog, you know, that maybe uh, just you kind of – Think the thoughts that should have been said by the character. Like I think would bubble? work. What are you talking about? No, no, not a thought bubble. But let's say, um, like a voiceover or narrator. Maybe he's narrating the movie. Oh, that that would be interesting. I didn't think about it like that. But Again, I think I've never the seen frog... the movie, so I don't know how that would play. No, I think it would work really well. Actually, uh, what I was thinking was more along the lines of. So the main character in the movie is uh, – his name is Lewis. It's okay. the little boy that the movie is based around. And what I was thinking was more along the lines of he's got this pet frog, right? And he goes to him, and instead of saying, hey, Frankie, what do you think of this and this? And Frankie answering, he's all like, oh, you know what, Frankie? I'm thinking this and this. And then he has the epiphany, and he tells himself what should happen. Oh, interesting. It's almost like a, a thought so that the frog, the character's there, but it doesn't really interact with him to really give it that realism. So Louis crazy. Uh, Louis. Louis uh, is he's, crazy. He's not crazy. Oh. There's, there's a lot of people that talk to their pets like that. Exactly. You know, it's kind of uh. you're filtering your thoughts almost. It's not that they're crazy. No, they're it's crazy. Just they're <laughs> verbalizing their thoughts. It's like the so. definition. If you talk into your animal and they talk back, guess what? You're crazy. But that's what I'm saying. The it's not talking back. That's oh. that's what I'm trying to point out. Oh, it's using what is it? Telekinesis? Oh, that's even worse. No. How about called imagination? It's called using imagination oh. over here. You're totally uh. missing the point. I'm saying yeah. I'm saying that So does so the frog say, you know what? The frog says nothing. Oh, he says nothing. No, the frog doesn't talk. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Oh. That he's just filtering through thoughts. He's verbalizing his thoughts to the frog. Okay. So instead of them having a conversation. So he's thinking out loud to the frog. He's thinking out loud to the frog, basically. Got it. Okay. Now you're with me? Now he's not crazy. That was That That was was pretty difficult, right? (laughs) Like you were about ready to break out the whiteboard. Oh, man. (laughs) The whiteboard, a calculator. See what you got here is a guy who doesn't understand the X's and the O's. It's like, man. Okay, Ooh, that was that was brutal. That's brutal. Thanks, Javier. This sounds like a great idea. Okay, it doesn't have to go like that. If you want an animated frog, throw an animated frog in there. If that's gonna help you sleep at night, throw yeah. an animated frog in there. Thank you. All right. But anyway, but meet the Robinsons. That's my choice. I do okay, like so. that. That would be pretty cool. All right, Mario. Choice number two. This one was a hard one because I had a lot to choose from. That was kind of some things that. I could see it being turned into live action, but I'm sticking with this one only because I'm going with the theme of different points of views. Okay. I'm a huge fan of uh, Glenn Keane, and yeah, I don't want to see like his work animator. kind of change. He's done a lot of brilliant Fantastic stuff, but this is the one that always animator. stands out to me because it's what we studied when we were in school. He's so good, you want to see it as a live action. Well, that's the thing. I kind of feel like it would be butchering his work because oh. now you're changing something he hand drew oh, gotcha. and making it live, yeah, which yeah. is why I kind of debated this one. 
But I'm playing on story twists here because it is a common thing with these movies. I would like to see a live-action Tarzan, mm-hmm. but I want Jane's story told before she went on the expedition. Oh, interesting. Hmm. Before she meets Tarzan and falls in love. I want to know that she had a background. Huh. Oh, you're totally twisting this game. I yeah, see. You're, you're totally telling a different story now. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Huh. I'm with you. Have you casted her yet or... Not yet. No. Okay. Any, Probably not. Any quick <laughs> thoughts right now? <laughs> Who would I cast? Yeah, give me a quick one. I'm surprised oh, he didn't jump at Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley, you're hired. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's his answer to everything yeah, right it's now. it's true. Who's your girlfriend? Daisy Ridley. <laughs> Daisy Ridley. <laughs> you're hired. You are my... Well, she's not Jane of the Jungle yet in this story. That's funny. Jane of the Civilization. <laughs> <laughs> uh, quest to the Jungle. <laughs> exactly <laughs> quest to the jungle then we just call jane. jane there you go that's interesting uh i didn't know that that's that was on the table me for neither us to totally change wait something. a minute well think about but, it like, we're, we're being told the story of uh cruella deville right we're being told the story of maleficent these mm-hmm. are all like cartoons that were like they were all animated that became live action yeah true okay okay i i didn't even it's think a different about that game twist. but yeah. okay same thing. No, it's not. She's it's still, not. It's I mean, not. it's totally. That's that's like me saying there should have been a backstory movie of Stitch when he was in space. Yeah, that's not. That wasn't the, the game. That's totally the game. No. All right. We're I doing... disagree. I totally agree with Javier. You totally changed the rules, but okay. <laughs> it is what it is. So, all right. Lucky for you, we like the idea. I know. <laughs> if it wasn't for that, we'd be like disqualified, sir. You're out. <laughs> Penalty. Hit the penalty box. <laughs> Ten minutes. I already gave my idea. All right. <laughs> yeah, he is done, right? Yeah, Who cares? Done. Yeah. I forgot his idea anyway. All right. All right, Javier. All right. I want to see a real elephant fly. I want Dumbo. Interesting. Yeah. Didn't we see that with Operation Dumbo Drop already? No. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's not to be mentioned no. again. <laughs> How dare. You're going to edit that part out. No way. You are not bringing that No way. Yet. Uh, no, I would love... See, here's the thing. Uh, Dumbo's one of my favorite childhood movies. And I would I would love to see a real elephant fly in his story. Okay, I, I get that you're picturing this part, mm-hmm. but much like the Jungle Book now, are you seeing these characters talk to each other? Since he doesn't say a word in the entire movie, I want to see... Yeah, the mouse talk. I want to see him talking to... Uh, Dumbo the whole time. Yeah, just 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 like the 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 animated cartoon. Yeah. Now, I don't know if I want that whole pink elephant scene. That's probably my least favorite part of that whole cartoon. But I do want to see his uh, adventure of separating from his mother and all that all that fun stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I mean, the rest of the cast talks. The mother talks. The whole. Every, the whole yeah. Like, okay. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, he's. I'm assuming he's just too young to say a word yet. But, mm. yeah. Let's see if you've thought this one this far through. Go ahead. Who would you cast as the voices for these animals? Daisy Ridley. <laughs> Daisy Ridley. <laughs> Chewbacca. <laughs> for the mouse, uh, I haven't. But the one of my first thought is, um, uh, he is in the Lord of the Rings uh, Wilfred TV show. Um, Elijah Wood. Elijah, Elijah Wood? Wood's voice as for the, the mouse? mouse. For the mouse, yeah. Okay. Can mm. you see that? I can see that. I can actually. All right, cool. He's more of a Jiminy Cricket to me, but <laughs> yeah, he seems you more like so? Jiminy Cricket That's than so he would. Weird. Interesting, huh? huh? Well, I like the idea. Uh, I I just I don't know about the f- real life animal thing. But here's the thing: it'll look like the Jungle Book, yeah, exactly. except that it'll be yeah. an elephant story. I, I guess I, I don't like Dumbo as much as you do. Mm-hmm. I know it's a classic and I know people are screaming at their radio right now. Yeah. But I wasn't. I like Dumbo, but not like, oh, my God, I got to see this. But I like the idea. OK, good. I, I think because it's one of the classic movies, I think it does deserve to to have a, a treatment like that. Perfect. You know? Definitely. I I struggled with the second one. If like if we did round three, I would totally have a round three and a four and a five. Oh, and I'm maybe sure. Agreed. Agreed. Sure. Because there's so you many. You might as well. Like, Mario already broke the rule, so <laughs> have a fourth. I, Go I know. For it. Have a fourth, right? <laughs> well, a second. Here's here's the thing. I really like the movies that some people don't really like 
for some odd reason. Mm, and maybe that's, that's why, like, like, Meet Batman the Robinsons. versus Superman? <laughs> <laughs> maybe. But, uh, no, I'm saying, like, Meet the Robinsons, again, not one of the biggest Disney features of all time, but yeah. the movie's, um, like, I love the movie. I think it's great. Uh, Can I borrow it? No, because you'll never give it back. <laughs> uh so the second movie I think that I want to choose is uh, Atlantis. Oh, I yes. really loved Atlantis. Absolutely. And the thing is that I think the story was really – I think it was well told, and I liked the movie. I just think it was released at a really bad time. No, absolutely. And Agreed. because it just didn't pick up that momentum, people didn't really like it or even knew that it existed. Mm-hmm. But I loved it, and I loved the story of Atlantis, you know, in general right. and stuff like that. So I think that would be a really good movie. Okay. Very much in the style of 20 Leagues Under the Sea, maybe in the style of, like, Pirates of the Caribbean where they're searching for something. Yeah. You see what I mean? But but a good version of but a, Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Like part one, not yeah, anything part after. One. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, that's what I think. I think Atlantis would be a really good one to translate, Very you know, cool. and give it kind of a second shot at becoming a classic. I like it. So. Absolutely. I'm with you with that one. Uh, any close thirds or any honorable mentions? You want to do rapid fire threes and fours? Very funny that you had mentioned like the forgotten movies because one of the ones I was going to bring up was Treasure Planet. Oh, that was a great one uh-huh. too. Treasure Planet was good. Ah. I, I saw that recently actually on uh, Netflix. Javier? Three. Another one? Yeah. Uh, hold on. Come back to me. Let me think. Okay. Frankenweenie. You don't think so? You I don't, don't even know what you're kind talking of, about. It you don't was know Frankenweenie Tim Burton, is? No. So Frankenweenie was a Tim Burton, like, Frankenstein movie oh, where he brings back the dog the and dog. stuff. It's a modern I, retelling of it, Frankenstein. No, I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. It's just I'm so, like, I'm, like, in awe by that one right now just because they can totally pull that off. I know. Knowing where it came from. It could totally be converted to live action and still kind of keep that style. And, of course, starring Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham and Carter. And why wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> See, you, I was done when you mentioned Johnny Depp. No, that, That's Johnny the thing. Depp. You know, the trend is Tim Burton has his favorite yeah. cast. So uh, maybe it wouldn't be that cast. Are they best friends or something? Yeah. I believe so. It must be. I don't know. Maybe they are. The reason I didn't really want to choose like a 3D like mm-hmm. movie originally was because I felt that you're kind of halfway there when it does 3D. Like, yeah. you're you're almost to that realistic realm where mm. if I chose, like, The Incredibles, you're kind of already seeing what they would look like. Like, making a 2D movie real life is one thing, but 3D, you're kind of halfway there almost. True. You see what I mean? I do. So I didn't really choose that because really the one that I wanted to choose for my 3D version to, to real life was WALL-E. Like I oh, would okay. love to see Wally mm. like as a real life movie. So he got to his fourth. See yeah, that? Yeah, see what he did? See yeah, what he did? Yeah. He sucked. I was just trying to sneak that in. <laughs> but Wally, I mean, it's kinda got this like short circuit, mm. ET, right. batteries uh, not included is, type. Isn't there an echo? A Flight movie? of the navigator, echo, like uh-huh. all mixed into one. You know, it it's got the the elements of I don't know. I just think but you're Wally, right. It's, like it's real life really borderline. You you play with things like Renderman and stuff like that, and you're playing with real elements if you think about right. it. So, right. Right. Mm. I thought of my third. All right. Okay. Uh, Recess, that TV show. Oh, that, that would, would be, be awesome. so awesome. Yes. I don't <laughs> so have a cast good. yet. I don't have a cast yet. But I was thinking of the lines of uh, uh, The Little Rascals. You know what's funny? You said Rascals, but as soon as you said it, I thought like The Sandlot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think it would think because of the characters. Be- yes. I'm I, totally with you there. I I- immediately imagine like the Reese's Sandlot. All yeah, of I love that movie. Ah, oh, so good. Recess would be Dude, awesome. great choice, yeah. man. Great choice. Can we end it with that? Mike, drop. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't. It's very expensive. <laughs> all right, Mario, you got any more before we close up? I did. For the music, I would really appreciate Princess and the Frog. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. Hmm. Okay. Right on, man. But is the that, frog is... wouldn't talk, you know? It would just be like... <laughs> would it be like Frank? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> would it go, hello, my baby, hello, my darling. You're just thinking to yourself. <laughs> yes. Wait, what are you guys making fun of me now? No. Wait, are you making... Wait a second. Whoa. No. Never. Are you guys making fun of me now? Never. Just making sure. Uh. Proceed. 
So we're making fun of Hazen. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Wait a second. You just said you weren't. So, all right. Well, I like these choices, man. I think we all chose some pretty good ones. I, I love it. I think they're pretty solid. I would love to see each one of them now that you guys have mentioned it. Yep. Like that Winnie the Pooh one, man, Like that's got to be done. Let's do I'm, it. I'm totally for it. Well, if you guys have any ideas of what animated features uh, or any Disney animated features you would like to see be made into a real live-action movie, leave us a comment in the blog post for this episode. It'll be at podcasters.com slash episode 94. Uh, you can leave a comment in the Instagram post or even the Facebook post. It's up to you. You know, uh, We read all of the posts, and if we like your ideas, we'll read them on the next episode. Are we making this no-holds-barred? Like, Can they spin stories or... Well, you did it, so no why, not? Part. why not? Why <laughs> not? You want to break it. the rules? You want to see? Dun, 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 dun. Change. <laughs> so why not? Twenty seventeen. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, leave us a comment. Let us know what you guys would like to see. We'd love to hear your ideas. So, uh, before we end the podcast, I just want to let you guys know that Star Wars: The Force Awakens is finally coming out on Blu-ray. As of the release of this episode, it's now available for purchase. If you guys go to the blog post for this episode or the homepage of podcasters.com, there's a link there that'll take you to Amazon. If you want to buy the Blu-ray, use our link. We would totally appreciate it. If you use our link to buy it, every time you use our link to purchase anything on Amazon, it totally helps out the podcast. Again, we definitely appreciate it. It helps keep the podcast afloat, keeps the lights on, and the podcast rolling month to month. So. Yeah, please remember that it doesn't cost you guys anything extra. You're just kind of helping us out. Yeah, you're just clicking on the link, and we get a small commission from that. For everybody that's using the link, thank you guys very much. You guys are amazing. It definitely helps us out, so we truly, truly appreciate that. Uh, remember that we are also sponsored by Audible. And if you guys want something to do after you guys are done listening to us or any other podcast that you enjoy, try Audible. You know, they have over 180,000 books that you can choose from. If you want to give it a shot, the first book, it's on us. That's right. Just head over to podcasters.com and click the Audible banner. There you will be able to sign up. If you're already on Amazon, you can use your Amazon credentials to log in and you can choose stories about Walt Disney, about Pixar, about Steve Jobs. Comedians have a bunch of books on there. Uh, Harry Potter's finally on Audible. Ready Player One, speaking of movies, is going to be coming out soon, so catch up on that. It's one of my favorite books in the last five years. Nice. So, again, if you guys want to give it a shot, first they, book is on us. Do it's they a, also get a unicorn with this? No, no, the unicorn's extra. Okay. The unicorn's extra. But, again, if you want to give it a try, go to podcastdeers.com, click on the Audible banner. It's a free 30-day trial. If you don't like it, cancel it. But we think you're going to like it, especially if you like listening to stuff. If you're in the car for a really long time, this is a great option. Absolutely. Listen to us. Listen to an Audible book. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so we bore you. Let the book wake you up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not about boring, man. <laughs> well right? said, Javier. Well said. <laughs> All right, guys, that is going to wrap it up for this week. Remember that if you guys want to find us online, podcasters.com is the place to find us. On all social networks, you can go ahead and search for Podcasters. Remember, we are also on YouTube. You can search for the Podcasters channel and check out some of the videos, share them with your friends, like them if you happen to like them. And if you don't like them, don't say anything. Just, just don't say don't anything. Don't say anything. Just do what you're doing now. <laughs> just listen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Uh, all right. That is going to wrap it up. Until next week, here is to Beer Shears and Mickey Ears. Have a fantastic week, everybody. Hey, uh, can we do a non-Disney cartoon into live action next time? Because I have uh, one. That'd be good. That there's, I really want to get there's on There's so chest. many options if, yes. we, if we went that route. So Let's do it one day. You know, for future episodes, let's totally plan that. All right. Let's do it. All right. Can it start Daisy Ridley? <laughs> yeah. They can all start Daisy Ridley. Ridley. She's already at the police talking about you right now. <laughs> <laughs>